The assignment that I have for you today is to talk to you from Ephesians 6. Don't get all worried. We're going to talk about the armor of God. But as we talk about the armor of God, I, I, I was thinking of a time when I was a little girl. I was raised in church. I actually was not raised in a lineage of prophets and teachers. I was raised in a lineage of churchgoers. We sat on the pew. My parents were leaders, but I've been adopted into a lineage. How many of you have been adopted in, right? And been adopted into the calling. And as I was thinking through and just praying about what God wanted to say tonight, I felt like God wanted to remind us that we are ambassadors of the kingdom of God. And you know, there's many other scriptures that talk about being an ambassador. In fact, one of my favorite is found in 2 Corinthians 5.20. And Paul's talking and he says, We're therefore Christ's ambassadors. Through God, we're making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Um, But this idea we've heard, we've talked about being ambassadors for the kingdom of God. And tonight, as as I was just thinking about being an ambassador for Christ, I remember being a little girl getting saved. I was, I was raised in a Christian home and I remember looking out my window one day and just singing and worshiping to the Lord. Some of the songs we were singing tonight, just worshiping the Lord just out of my own. And I had, I had gotten saved as a young girl, but I remember just questioning, God, what is it you want me to do? God, I know that there's something that you want to do in and through my life. What do you want to do? I remember many years, all the different things that I would face, whether it was in college and I didn't have the money, or maybe it was when I was um, not dating my husband yet and worried about what would come next, worried about if I would ever get married, or maybe it was the time when I had, had a baby and I had postpartum depression. I remember these things that came on me. I remember many times, even when I was in the next thing, even when I was in the next step and I was fulfilling the next thing, there was still a question inside of me, God, what am I supposed to do with my life? What am I called to do? And even though you may be in an answer of yesterday, maybe, maybe today you're walking in a victory that you prayed for yesterday. Maybe you're in a place that you know God has called you to. There's something inside of all of us that's still asking him, God, am I in the right place and what's next? God, what do you want me to do? Am I, am I doing the right thing for this moment? And as I was praying, I just, I just felt like God wanted to remind you no matter where you're at, no matter what you're currently doing, your call from God is to be his ambassador. Your call from God is to be his ambassador. So I want to unpack what an ambassador is just a little bit. If you know me, you know I like a really good spy movie. I love, I love watching shows. And I just finished watching, I think it was a 12-part series about this, this girl who's a, who's a spy. And she's, she was really actually just working for the... Um, it was a Korean show. So it was a... I forget what it was called. But the, uh, the, the, the undercover... Um, CIA, if you will, for them. And she, she spent all this time and she got connected to the ambassador of, of a country. And what happened is when she got connected to the ambassador, everything changed. Her authority changed. Everything that she, the, the permission that she had in that country changed. The ability that she had to, to take ground and to, and to actually do what she was called to do, it changed because she was connected to the ambassador. And as I was praying for us today, I felt like God said to me, you are ambassadors in the kingdom of Christ. Can somebody say that? Say, I am an ambassador. And today God just wants to remind you and build your faith one more time because your sphere needs you to step up. God has placed you and only you in a sphere of influence. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's your community. Maybe it's your family. But nobody else has the same influence that you do. And so you have to be the ambassador to the sphere. Your neighbor can't be the ambassador. Even your spouse can't be the ambassador. God's placed you to be the ambassador of that sphere. And so we have to guard what God has put within us. And we need to learn how to 
be like an ambassador? What does an ambassador look like? And it was funny because I'm not sure that I've ever read Ephesians 6 and really latched onto the ambassador part of it. But at the very end of Ephesians 6, when he's talking about the armor of God, he says, I'm in chains now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador. So I pray that I would keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. And you know, as we're, as we're looking at this word of, of ambassador, the one, I looked, I looked up the word ambassador, I looked up what it meant, and I'll read it to you in just a moment, but one of the key things is to be able to speak on behalf of, of somebody else, on behalf of a nation, on behalf of a president. And as you are getting ready to be built up by, by God tonight, I believe God is going to begin to put bold words in your own heart, for your own sphere, for your workplace. I believe that as an ambassador, we can know that we are Christ, we can know that we are bought with the blood of Jesus, we can know that we are a daughter and a son of, of God, we can know that he has a plan for us, but sometimes we don't speak boldly. Sometimes we don't allow God to put his words in our heart. Sometimes we kind of just sit back and we just live life as it is. I'm going to be a Christian and they're going to see me as I live life for Jesus. And that is, that's wonderful. We do, we live it out. But the reality is, when's the last time you began to just intercede before the Lord for your sphere? I have been called as an ambassador. I'm responsible for my sphere. I'm responsible for my embassy, if you will, the sphere that God has given me. And so an ambassador is an, accredi- an accredited diplomat sit- sent by a country as its official representative to that foreign country. God has sent you as an official representative of him to your sphere. And actually, he's given you authority. An ambassador has authority. A spy, they've got a lot of tools. They've got a lot of things. They can go in. They can be stealthy, but they don't have actually authority in that country. When you are under authority, when, you are, when you've been given, Pastor Doe was talking about authority, it's not just so somebody can rule over you. Actually, authority positions you to be able to have authority yourself. Without being under authority, it's very difficult to be actually stepping into proper authority. You can have, you can take authority if you want, but when you're properly released into your anointing and into the authority that God has given you, it's a whole different story. A whole different story because God actually is the one who's blowing on it. His spirit is moving on it. And we want that. We want not just to do it of our own. The Bible says not by what? Not by might, not by power, but what? By his spirit. And so we need to remember, as an ambassador, that we have a few things we need to, we need to kind of get dressed up. I love this scripture. I taught it when I was in youth ministry, and we talked all about, you know, the wardrobe, putting on a really cool outfit. And I'll talk about that just a little bit. But one thing that I um, was really kind of struck by is that an ambassador is the head of a mission for that, for that nation. So they have an ambassador is, is in charge of an embassy in a foreign country. And whatever missions happen in that country, the ambassador is in charge. They're in charge of the personnel. They're in charge of the weaponry, unless the military is in charge. But anything uh, the president says, they're in charge. They're the mouthpiece. And maybe you've heard the word ambassador, but you've not taken on the, the, the proper accreditation. Maybe you've not allowed yourself to take on the authority yet that God wants to give you as an ambassador for Christ and his, uh, his kingdom. And it comes with a great responsibility. I love this. It was written... I think it's on the, the U.S. government um, site. The job is speaking with one voice on behalf of the U.S., a person who acts as a representative or a promoter of a specified activity. Our, our voice, when we speak in unity with what the Spirit is saying, it has authority. 
And so as we look at what the scripture says about putting on the full armor of God, you're going to see how God is actually beginning to equip you as an ambassador. You can have all the authority, but it actually says he's an ambassador. Paul's talking about being an ambassador, and he gives you all these steps on this is how to be an ambassador. This is what an ambassador looks like, talks like, walks like, dresses like. So let's unpack this just a little bit because I think it's read just a little bit differently than what I've ever looked at before. See, listen, your sphere needs you to take action. Your sphere needs you to have authority. Your sphere needs you to step up. And so as we look at this, I'm going to read Ephesians 6. I'm going to read, I'm going to read all of it, 6, 10, uh, 10 through 20, really quickly, because listen, when the Word of God comes, it divides. It divides between those things in our, in our soul that need to be broken off of. And so as we read the Word of God, I'll unpack it in the way God spoke it to me. But I want you just to hear these words. You can open up the Bible if you're with me to Ephesians 6. We're going to start in verse 10. It says a final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers of this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you'll be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on peace that comes from the good news so that you'll be fully prepared. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet. Take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. And pray for me too and ask God to give me the right words so that I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan. That the good news is for the Jews and Gentiles alike, for every race. I am in chains now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador. So I pray that I would be able to keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. Father, I pray tonight that you would give us your heart, that you would allow us to speak boldly as we should, Father. God, tonight we give you our heart, our mind, our, our, our thoughts, Father, and I pray tonight as we, as we unpack this a little bit, God, that you would encourage us, strengthen us, and I pray that your authority would rest on us. In Jesus' name, amen. So I love this idea that we can actually um, have all of the, if you will, uh, all of the access that we need to the government as, a, as an ambassador, meaning that you have, you, have a, you have the voice of the president, you have the voice of the leaders. And I want to remind you as we're talking about this as an ambassador, you actually have, you have the heart of God. God wants to speak to you personally. He wants to speak to you personally. Not only does he want to speak to you for your sphere, but he wants to give you specific plans for what you need to do and what your part is in the, in the battle that he's given you to be um, in charge of. And so, as we're looking at this, I'm going to unpack this, but I'm going to do it all the way backwards. We're going to, we're going to, start, with, we're going to start with speaking boldly. We're going to go from verse 20, and we're going to work our way back up to verse 10. Because sometimes we read it, and we just kind of, oh, I can almost quote it. But let's talk about it, kind of what it would look like if you're starting with being the ambassador, and if you are looking at what it really looks like to kind of maybe 
walk like, talk like, be like an ambassador? What does this fully look like? And I want to encourage you. I actually read the book of Ephesians quickly as I was preparing for this. It doesn't take that long. I want to challenge you. You're in a time of fasting and prayer. Open up. Read six chapters. It's not that much. Read Ephesians. Get it in you. There's so much to unpack in there. Let the Holy Spirit work in you. Why? Because as an ambassador for Christ, you got to know what your directives are. How do you find your directives? It's straight from the Word of God. And as we talk about it, it's by being filled with the Holy Spirit and by knowing who your enemy is. So the first thing, if you're taking notes today, you can just title it like an ambassador. And the first thing I want to just tell you is it is our job to talk like an ambassador, boldly speaking with one voice on behalf of God's kingdom. Chained to preaching the message. What are you chained to? God wants to free you. We talked about, we sang about freedom tonight, freedom from the chains that hold us back. What is it that has been a secret chain in your life? God wants to free you from those places and free you to his mission, free you to the call, uh, 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 actually chain you to the call of God, free you to, free you from the past and chain you to the things that he has called you to, to where you couldn't even run from it because he actually gives you so much freedom in that place. There's freedom in being a, 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 a slave of Christ, if you will. Letting him be the one that gives you wisdom and strength. So I want to just maybe remind you and ask you, as an ambassador, your job is to speak boldly to your sphere. Your job is to begin to speak truth. How do you speak truth? By knowing what the word of God says. And you know, this is so simple. This is not brand new stuff for us. But sometimes we forget to actually speak boldly because we get a little afraid of what people would say or what they would think. Or, man, we've just developed a friendship with this person. But if God tells you to say something, you are an ambassador of Christ. It is your job to step out. So step out, brother, sister. Step out and speak boldly. And here's the thing. We can actually begin to pray for those people around us. Paul is asking, please pray for me. I want to ask you, when's the last time that you cared like an ambassador? You knew the people around you, the people in your sphere. I want to challenge you, care like an ambassador. Not only do we want to speak boldly like an ambassador, knowing we have authority, knowing that we're speaking directives direct from the king, direct from the king of kings, direct from God for our sphere, but we need to care for the people he's put in our life and not just, hey, I'm, I'm doing my job. I'm saying what I need to say. Listen, the Bible says that love and truth. Love and truth, they are to be one. You can't just give truth to somebody. They won't receive it. I mean, you can, but, you know, how many times has that gone wrong? (laughs) Truth needs to be connected with the love of Christ because it is the love of Christ that brings people to repentance, right? And so as we're looking at this, we're caring like an ambassador because, listen, there's a mysterious plan that God wants to unfold, and he's unfolding it through you and I. Other people don't understand the directives. It's kind of code for other people, but God has opened up your heart and your minds as a Christian to understand the mysteries of the Word of God. And if you don't speak boldly and if you don't care for people, it won't get unpacked, and they won't understand it, and it will just sound like a foreign language. You're in a foreign land. The Bible says that we are in this world that is not our home. We are foreigners in this world. And what does that mean? It means that God has placed us here as an ambassador of the kingdom so that we can begin to not only speak boldly, but to care for those that he's given us authority over. And we must. One of the definitions of a U.S. ambassador was to direct the personnel and the communication of the mission. 
the communication of the mission. What if God has placed certain people in your life and the only people that they are going to be able to fully hear from God from is through you? What if you're the one that actually gives them the directives? What if you're the key to them being unlocked into understanding that they're also an ambassador, that they've been called to this? What if you are called to actually open the doors for somebody else? And if you don't care, if you're not persistent in prayer for the believers, if you don't stay alert, if you're not praying in the spirit on all occasions, you might miss it. So as you care for others, why are we praying in the spirit? See, we're taking this thing backwards here. We're an ambassador, which is why we're praying in the spirit at all times. Because we're caring for people, because we're praying for people at all times. I love looking at this scripture backwards. Why? Because it begins to show you your purpose. This is who I am. This is why I'm praying in the spirit at all times, not just for myself. A lot of times we take on the armor of God and we just put it on for ourselves. But you forget that he said, I'm doing it because I'm an ambassador of the kingdom and I'm in chains and I'm praying for people. And so if we can recognize what it's all about, it's not just for me, for people to recognize my gift or people to recognize my authority. If that's what it's all about, well, yeah, there's a lot of people you can go and you can get accolades, you know, in a CE, from a CEO. You can get accolades from a preacher. You can get accolades from a church. You can go and get ordained if you want to, but it doesn't mean God's anointing is on you. It doesn't mean you've been called by God to that sphere. It doesn't mean you've been anointed by God for that sphere. It doesn't mean that he's giving you his tools. But I want to give you tonight freedom to remember that God actually has called you. Maybe not so they think that you kind of see somebody else doing and wish you had, but it's what God has called you to. And because he's called you to it, you've been anointed, you've been appointed, you've been set apart, and you have been given the authority, the badge of ambassadorship to reign and rule in that embassy that God has given you. Be persistent in your prayers for believers. Who do you have on a prayer list? Are you praying for yourself and only your needs? Are we praying? Am I praying for myself and only my family? Be persistent in our prayers. What's your prayer, What's your prayer journal look like? Who are you praying for? If not today, tonight, right now, ask the Holy Spirit, God, who do you want me to be praying for? Is it my neighbors? Am I missing my neighbors? Is it my workplace? Uh, somebody? Is it my brother, my sister? God, is it a relationship that's been broken? God, place somebody on my heart. Who's my sphere? Who are the people you've given me authority to speak the word of life over? And so because we begin to understand our mission as an ambassador. We choose to stay alert. You can be alert for yourself so you don't fall in sin. Or you can be alert because you know that who you are actually is a testimony to others around you. And because if you will stand your ground, if you will be faithful, then others will follow you in your example. And they will actually be able to do and believe that God is faithful. My testimony goes a long way, but I can only share my testimony. I can't share your testimony. And so as I begin to share what God has done in my life, it begins to give hope and peace to the people around me. But you have a testimony as well. So you've got to stay alert, understanding the enemy is trying to wipe you out. He is trying to take you out because there's a sphere of people that are dependent on you. 
And so part of what we need to do is remember that we are praying in the Spirit on all occasions, not just to stand up under our, you know, away from sin, but because we're praying in the Spirit so that we can stay on mission and remember that we are called to these people into this fear and with authority and with strength from God. And I choose to rise up today. I choose to sing songs. You know, when I'm feeling weak, what do I do? I go back and I begin to sing the Word of, of God over my life. And He reminds me of all these songs we sang today, old song one after the other. Man, you know, if it weren't even just on the the screen. It could be just like this where God just reminds you this song goes with this song and then this song. And the Holy Spirit begins as you begin to pray in the Spirit at all times. He reminds you and encourages you and strengthens you. Did you know you can wake up every morning and ask God, your spirit never sleeps. I think I said this last time. As you, as you wake up, you can say, God, what are you saying to me? And he'll put a song in your heart. It's peace. The Holy Spirit has been ministering and speaking all night long. He didn't stop. And you can ask God, what is what is the song for today? What's the scripture you want to speak to me today? And I can't tell you how many times it's been the exact thing I needed for that day, the exact encouragement that I needed. So pray in the spirit on all occasions, not just for myself. And then here we go. Let's go into this. Um, Another thing that the U.S. ambassador is supposed to do is utilize their resources. And so we need to understand what we have access to, our resources that God has actually given us. And so in looking at that, we can then look at our wardrobe and begin to dress like an ambassador. But there's a lot of accessories. You know, there's a little part that says the armor of God. We put on the full armor of God, and we'll talk about that. But actually, it's filled with all kinds of accessories, shoes and belts and all kinds of cool stuff. But here's the thing. There's purpose in every single part. And sometimes we miss. We just, oh, I'm putting on the full armor of God. Hallelujah. But reality, we need to understand if we miss a little part of what God is wanting to do in our life every day. This isn't, the Bible says to put it on. That means that uh, it doesn't always stay on. <laughs> Maybe we need fresh manna every day. Maybe every day we need to put it on. Maybe every day we need to remind ourselves Today I've got to get myself ready for the kingdom. I've got to get myself ready for my mission. I've got to figure out today what is at my resource, what's at hand, what's happening. And so let's talk just a little bit about that outfit, the accessories. In your hand is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. In your hand is the sword of the Spirit. Your hand is what you use to do everything, but it also is what you fight with if you, somebody's coming at you, half hood, half holy. That means pray with me, don't play with me. Come on, that shirt. But here's the thing. Sometimes the enemy's coming at you, and you're not ready with the word of God like Jesus was when the enemy came at him, and he said, it is written. Are you willing, and are you, are you, do you have enough in you? Is it in your hand? I'm not just talking about, I'm going to carry the Bible with me. No, I'm going to have the word of God in me, the scriptures, the songs, Memorize the Word of God. Read the Word of God. Read Ephesians. You never know what you're going to need, but God does, and so he's given you new tools for this season. We're not reading the Word because we have to, because we're going to be holy and Christian, although that is a result of reading your Word. It washes you. It does something to you, but you can act all Christian. You can act like an ambassador. You can have your, you can have your uh, badge on. You can be in your sphere, but you can actually not be filled with the Word of God not know your resources, not know what's at hand, not know what you're carrying. Maybe you're carrying around just your own insecurities. Maybe you're carrying around your past. Maybe you're carrying around, you know, sin that would so hold you back so that you couldn't run the race that God has called you to. God wants to ask you tonight, what's in your hand? Can you release those things that you've been holding on to and hold on tightly to the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God? Every day, you got to lay down something. Got to lay it down so you can pick it up. Headgear. 
what's on your head. I love this idea because basically a helmet will cover your mind. What if one of the most powerful, most transformative, most impactful things that God wants to do for you as a Christian is to transform the way you think, to guard the way you think, the helmet of salvation. What if guarding your mind, not just by doing it in your own strength, but by doing your part of putting on, Bible says, it could have just been when you got saved, your helmet's on and it just stays on. The Bible says you've got to put on the helmet of salvation. And what is that? Remembering daily what you're being saved from. Your weaknesses. We're not unaware of the devil's schemes, but it's not by our own, our own works. It's by the grace of God that he saves us. But every day I need to put on the helmet of salvation, remembering the cross is for me today. The things that I easily get caught up in, today I put on the helmet of salvation and I change the way I think. I'm not controlled by those thoughts. I don't have to give in to those thoughts. I don't have to give in to those actions. I don't have to do those things because I have, I have accessory that God has given me and it's his salvation. And it's to change the way that I think he's transforming our minds through the word of God. Every day. What if every day you remembered the cross for you? What if it wasn't just on communion Sundays or Easter or when you read it and you're, you know, watched maybe The Chosen or maybe you spent a little time in those chapters of the Word of God and your heart was just tender again. Jesus, you saved me. I remember your salvation moment. All of those are beautiful and not to be made fun of. But what if every day was a salvation moment? God, today, here I am. Here's my mind. Here's the way I think. You're changing me. You're changing the way that I think. God, today, I'm caught up in insecurity. God, today, I'm caught up in myself. God, today, I'm caught up in my own, my, my own, uh, frustrations with my marriage, my own frustrations with my future and my job. What if God is wanting that first? Not what if he is. He wants my mind. He wants to transform my mind because he created it and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And so he, and he gives us his thoughts. We're able to do and be mighty and powerful and be confident. And you'll see that's what he's going for. Another accessory is guarding you, the shield of faith that stops every fiery dart of the enemy. Our part is to hold up faith. We're not even putting on faith because the Bible says that he gives us faith as a gift, but we're putting it, we're holding it up. Today I'm holding up faith. I may not see the end of this. I'm, I can see the fiery darts. We can all see those things that are coming against us because we're not unaware of the enemy's schemes. But when we begin to hold up the shield of faith, we begin to say, not today, Satan, but we get, also begin to say, God, I'm going to stand in faith that you are going to do a miracle in this situation. God, today I'm taking this accessory and I'm doing this every day and faith is guarding me. It's a shield. Did you watch Wonder Woman? <laughs> she had a shield. And what did she do? She jumped into battle before anybody else, before all the guys, before anybody else, because she knew that she had a shield. She knew that she could have, there's power when we tap into the accessories God has already given us. He's asked us to put these things on, to hold up faith. Shoes. Come on, girl, look at those shoes. I was going to bring a pair of shoes so you could see. But look, here's the thing. God actually cares about where we walk and what we do. And here's the reason why. Because he wants you to understand every place you step, you actually are bringing the peace of God if it's in you. 
Remember Joshua, every place you walk, everywhere you walk, you, there's authority, you're taking ground. I believe that this is our job as an ambassador is to take ground, but not just to come in and take it over. We're going to come and we're going to bring the peace of God with us, but we can't bring it with us unless we have the shoes of peace in our life. The fully prepared, that's what peace does. It gives you the ability to think straight when circumstances come. When you have the peace of God, anxiety is not taking over when the fiery darts come. This verse says that the good news gives us peace. The fact that we've been saved, the fact that we've been redeemed, the fact that we're being restored, the fact that we've been called and anointed, we can have peace in that. If you get your mind and your heart set on all the other things, the worries of this world, then you will find yourself in anxiety and frustration and all those things that are the antithesis of the Spirit of God. And I've been there a hundred times. In fact, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night, I didn't even try it. And I wake up, I, I went to bed praying and I woke up in anxiety. Anybody with me, right? Like, wake up and I'm thinking of everything I can't do right now that I need to do tomorrow. And I just, I, have you ever felt it? You just feel the weight and the heaviness? Like, it's almost like I've got a little bit of a heart attack. Like, what is going on? I can't breathe here. And you remember, actually, I need to come back to peace. I need to put on the shoes of peace. I need to recognize that I need to walk in peace. I need to put on the helmet of salvation. God, you are saving me from these thoughts. I choose today to lay down these thoughts and to take on the mind of Christ. I don't have my own thoughts. If I live in my own thoughts, they will not be full of peace, and I won't be able to put on peace and walk and take authority where God has called me to. I'm going to actually walk in anxiety, fear, being overwhelmed, and those things hit us. That's real. It happens to us, but what you do with it next is your job. You got to process it with the Holy Spirit. You got to say, God, I have been feeling this, and so today I give it to you. What next, God? What's your directive? How do I get to peace? What do I do with this? Got to put on the shoes, though. You can have all these things off to the side. You're an ambassador, God's given you them. They're in your closet, but you got to put them on, hold them up. Why? That's our job as an ambassador and as a Christian. You might be a Christian. It's great. You've got the title. But maybe we're not walking and actually taking the authority that God has given us and doing these things. We're not taking, we're, we're actually telling other people how they should put the head on. We're, we're instructing and counseling and sharing with others. This is what you do. But man, God, check us. Where is it that we need you to actually show us that you want to give us power and by submission we receive power? You cannot be full of authority unless you're under authority. A great leader is always a great follower first. If you can't follow, you're going to fail as a leader at some point because you're not going to listen to the counsel. The Bible says wise counsel is what gives you the wisdom to actually lead. Wise counsel Peace. There's peace in knowing that you're under authority. There's boundaries. Boundaries aren't meant to keep you hidden, or they're not. Boundaries are not meant to like hold you back. They're actually meant to give you freedom. When you know your authority, you know the boundary. This is my sphere. This is my territory. This is what God has given me. I have all authority in Christ in this sphere. I better not step into my husband's sphere and try to take over what he's doing. God's given. (laughs) God's given me authority, though. For and you can feel it sometimes. You know there's a lack of peace sometimes when you try to step into somebody else's zone. God has given you his peace as a way of knowing that you're rightly submitted. Maybe if you're hanging around with a lot of anxiety, maybe there's a few things you need to do during the day while it is day to obey. 
Maybe there's a few things you're not obeying properly under the submission and the authority of Jesus Christ. So you want to put on peace? Got to do the work sometimes. Got to be submitted. Why? Because there's authority and freedom in it. It's not to hold you back. It's actually to free us to be full of authority and, and able to do all that he wants us to do. I love this next part. God's into a really good belt. It's listed before the shoes, actually, in this. <laughs> Stand your ground by waist training. It's not really what it is. But your core is what gives you strength. So why, why put it around your waist? Because it actually is the, it's the center. If you don't have any core balance, you can't stand. <laughs> if you don't have any muscles, if you don't have any strength, you can't stand. So what is this belt? It's truth. You've got to put on truth. Who's speaking truth to you? Who's willing to tell you? Who are you willing to listen to? They might be saying it, but are you actually listening? God might be whispering, hey, I got a little truth. I'm not here to actually just, you know, really like destroy you. I'm actually here to help you. I want to see you a good father that cares. He disciplines those he loves. Why? Because he wants to see you fulfill your ambassadorship, the call of God, the thing he's given you authority for. So be centered in truth, but you got to put on truth. When you put on truth, what happens is it rightly divides the word of God. It rightly divides between bone and marrow. It rightly divides between what is messed up in your life and what needs to actually eat the meat and chuck the bone. You need to keep some stuff. You need to throw out some stuff daily. You don't process this stuff for a couple of months. Guess what happens? It catches up with you. You make some bad decisions. But you know what? There is grace. There is peace. He's right here for you saying, look, put on the full armor of Christ. Why? So that you can stand. So that you can be all that God has called you to be. How about this, that outfit? That outfit is the body armor of God's righteousness. Being right with him. Righteousness, a big old cliche word. Really, it just means being right with him. God, all throughout history, from the beginning of time, was all about having his presence go with you. He said, and I will go with you, and I want to be with you, and your hearts are far from me, and because your hearts are far from me, there's, you know, in the Old Testament, there's all kinds of punishment and all kinds of rules. I just want you to be with me. He created the tent of meeting. He created the tent of his presence. Why? Because he wanted to be close to us. Righteousness. It's being right with God, knowing if you're not right with God, there will be no peace. Anxiety. Now, just because you have anxiety doesn't mean you're not right with God, but you will know. You want to be truthful? Be truthful with yourself first. Okay, so let's talk about how to fight like an ambassador. Now, listen, remember, the body armor that we've talked about, the, um, the shoes of peace, the belt, you've got to put those things on. The helmet, you put it on. You don't just wait for it to happen. Oh, today, God, in your presence, I pray that you would just, like, make me holy. No, you actually put on the mind of Christ. God, today I choose to put off and put on. I'm putting off my way of thinking. I'm putting it on. Yes, his grace, he comes. He does the work in us. He's the one who does it. It's not by our own works, but our surrender and our submit is what allows us to put on and put off. My question to us is, are we putting on and putting off daily? We must put off the things of this world. We must put off our own desires, our own flesh. I have my things. I mean, let's be real. Maybe you can think about it. Holy Spirit, what are the things that keep me distracted? What are the things that I, I, I seem to not be able to overcome? Listen, he knows already. You can't lie to him. You can lie to everybody else. But God knows what you're really going through, and he loves you. And he called you. And he's anointed you to be an ambassador to your sphere. And it's not about you. 
It's about his kingdom. It's about what he, how, he, how he has created you because there is so much power in walking in authority and walking in strength as is an ambassador when you are using all the accessories that he's given you to do. Why? Because there's a real battle out there. There's things that we need to fight, and it is not people. You've got to know your enemy. Your enemy is not the person who's driving you crazy, who made the mistake, who's, who's making you mad. It's your enemy is not people. Yes, people need to be fixed. We need to have counselors. We, people, are, people have some problems. We're in the world, okay? Uh, but here's the thing. We are in the world and not of the world. And so your enemy is not those people. You are to love and care and pray for those people. They're in your world because God puts you there to pray for them. Maybe nobody else is praying for them. You're frustrated. They're in your world. Ask God, what's my assignment? Your kingdom come, your will be done in their life and in my life. Let heaven come on earth using me in their life. God, today I need the kingdom of Christ. I need to know my mission so that I can do something. They're bothering you. God's put them in your world. I'm sorry. (laughs) I can't do anything about who's in your world, but here's the thing. God can give you the grace you need for them and the wisdom and the strength, and you're the ambassador. It's you. So we got to know our enemy. It's not the people. We're to pray for the people. Our attitude is to stand firm after every battle because you've successfully resisted the enemy in the time of evil. You can successfully stand firm. You can as a Christian. Yes, you may have things that haunt you. People do things to you. Things have happened in your life, and we grieve with those who grieve, and we mourn with those who mourn. But he says he turns our mourning into joy. There's an oil of joy that comes out of a place where we've been broken. There's something beautiful about the crushing because it produces in us what's needed so that we can stand firm. It's the presence of God. Standing firm after every battle because you successfully resisted the enemy in the time of evil. And you have to put on every single piece of God's God's armor because you have been now made aware of it. You can't skip out on one of these pieces and actually be able to stand firm. You can put everything on but forget truth. It'll mess you up. And put everything on but forget the mind of Christ, thinking your own thoughts. It's going to mess you up. You're going to have a lack of authority. You can put everything on but not have faith for what God wants to do and resist the enemy by lifting up the shield of faith and which will quench every fiery dart of the enemy. They're coming. The fiery darts are coming at you. But here's the thing. God has already given you all you need to overcome. The Bible says when you're tempted, he will give you a place to stand up under the temptation. Why? Because he loves you and he's called you to this. Here's where our battle is. Our battle is in heavenly places against evil spirits, dark, this dark world that we live in with mighty powers, the unseen world with evil authorities and rulers, not against humans or flesh and blood. We're not fighting people. We're fighting the strategies of the devil. And the scripture says we're not unaware of what those strategies are. And so I would get on my knees as you begin to pray continually for the people in your world and ask God, God, what are the strategies that you're using or the enemy is using against these people? Give me wisdom as an ambassador, as somebody who has authority to begin to call it out and begin to speak life over this person. I have the authority to understand what the enemy is trying to do against people and in my own life. And you know, one thing my husband says a lot of times is in the whole armor of of, God, of the whole body armor, the, the armor of God, the only thing that's not covered is your back. Why? Because you need somebody else covering your back. <laughs> Who's it that's praying for you? Who have you allowed in to speak into your life, to show you, hey, you're not lifting up your, your shield of faith very strong right now. Hey, your, your belt's unbuckled. Hey, your shoes, they, you know, they need a, they've gotten a little bit worn out. Let's, let's put peace back on. 
hey, you didn't put on the full armor. You left out a couple of pieces. You didn't put it all on of righteousness. You're you're missing a little bit when it comes to your walk. You're missing a little bit when it comes to your head. Put on the full armor of being right with Christ. God's mighty power in us that keeps us strong. And as we close, I just want to talk to you and just remind you again, live as an ambassador. Live as an ambassador, and then we come back to the very first one. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. This is not about what you can do as being strong in his mighty power. Be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can resist the enemy. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead, the same spirit that we pray to, the same spirit that constantly gives us wisdom, the same spirit that um, we're to be filled with instead of our vices, the same spirit that fills us, be filled with the Holy Spirit, not drunk with all these other things. Why? Because God is wanting to fill you so much so that you can walk in authority and strength and live it out and live like an ambassador because you're called to this, to hear the word of God. We've got to remember who we are. I was listening to my husband. He has a Bible plan that he reads, and he was, uh, the, the, the plan was reading out today in Job. And there was this one line that just jumped out at me. It says, does God have to get your attention through adversity? He's actually wanting to have community with you. He's wanting to have his presence go with you everywhere you go. This is a group of people right here at Collide Church. You follow the cloud. You're waiting for the Holy Spirit to speak to you. You're people who are hungry for the presence of God. I know that. I, every time I come, I can hear you're, you're seeking for the presence of God. And so here's what God is telling you as you wait on him in his presence. Daily, God, here I am. I'm waiting on you in your presence. What is the promise? You will run and not grow weary. You will walk and not faint. Teach us, Lord, to wait. God said, why do we need to wait? Because in the waiting is where we put on the full armor of Christ so that we can be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power and not our own power. Is the presence of God, his presence, what's there? It's fullness of joy. You need to make an exchange. You need to get rid of all of that anxiety. And his presence is fullness of joy, the oil of joy. Remember, we just talked about that oil. To produce oil has to be a crushing. Here's what God wants to do. He wants to help you understand as an ambassador, you are a carrier of the presence of God. You carry the presence of God with you. The Ark of the Covenant, the Tent of Meeting, that was in the Old Testament. Now he said he put his spirit inside of you. He rent the veil so that you could have access to God himself, so you could have personal time with him. Are you wasting it? Are you wasting your access to the presence? Are you wasting your access to the throne room of God where the presence of God comes so and fills you so that you can have the oil of joy and the peace of God? I have wasted it many times for a Netflix. A Netflix. I've wasted it many times for just whatever I wanted. I'm the first one to step into the altar and say, God, I, I want to be filled with your presence. I want to be a carrier of your presence. Without your presence, I, won't, I don't want to go anywhere. With, don't, let, don't let us go anywhere without your presence, like Moses said. God, I want to go where you want me to go. I want to be an ambassador for Christ in the sphere that you've given me. I want to be responsible for the people you've given me. My own children, I want to see them follow Jesus. My neighbors, I want them to know that there's somebody who loves and cares for them. We can't just let it be about church. It doesn't matter what happens in this place. What matters is what happens inside your own heart when you go out from this place. This is just the place to be built up in your faith. Yes, this is a place of miracles. This is a beautiful place of meeting. But here's the thing. It's meant to encourage you and equip the believers to do the work of the ministry. 
The work of the ministry is for you to go and be an ambassador for Jesus and the good news and all that he has for you to bring holiness and peace and comfort to those around you. It's not like looking at a snow globe of shaking it every once in a while and hoping that it's, you can have a beautiful, this is what it's going to look like. No, it's not fake. The presence of God is real. He knows the real you. He knows what's really going on. Asking God today, Jesus, do you see the real me? He sees the real you. And he loves it. He loves you. He's called you. He's anointed you. So as we close out, here's three ways to activate your ambassador card. <laughs> Number one, you got to poise yourself. You got to get dressed. You got to put it on. Number two, you got to position yourself. You got to get and understand the embassy that you're called to. You need to understand your positioning. What has God called you to? God, today, what have I forgotten to put on? What, what, what haven't I dressed myself with? God, today, who are the people that I've been missing that you've given me authority for? Who are the people in my sphere that you want me to minister to? Poise yourself, position yourself, and then live with purpose. You're on mission to live it out, to talk, to walk, to love, to fight, to stand confident. This is the confidence we have in Christ. And so I'm not going to take forever tonight, but I just want to pray for you if you don't mind. We're going to close out and just ask God. Maybe you can keep your notes app open or whatever. Just ask the Holy Spirit, God, what do you want from me today? Where do you want to remind me that, that, that I, I, I can pray for these people a little bit more? And maybe I'm not just going to pray. Maybe I'm actually going to get out there and talk to them. Maybe, maybe you're going to give me wisdom to, you know, bake a cake for them or to, to do something for them, something you've given me ability to do. Sometimes we want to do, I want to bake somebody else a cake. If I tried that, girl, you would not want to eat what I had. I'm going to be like my sister and try to make something beautiful for you, and you're going to feel like, are you trying to poison me? We can't walk in somebody else's anointing or authority. God has given you the gifts and talents that he's given you so that you can help build up the body of Christ, but not just inside the house so that you can bring people in, so that you can see people saved. You need to be on mission. Live like an ambassador. Live as though it depended on you because it does. God has called you and anointed you. You are who he has intended to build up and to help build the body of Christ. Amen. Father, I just thank you, God, for your presence. We thank you in this place, oh God, that you see every single part of us. And that because of the cross, we don't have to live in shame, but because of the cross, we can find ourselves submitted to your authority. God, today we just ask you to reveal anything in us, Lord Jesus, that, that God, maybe we haven't been putting on righteousness. Maybe we haven't been putting on truth or walking in peace. Father, today I pray in the name of Jesus that you would not cause us to live in condemnation, but by the conviction of your spirit, you would spur us on to do the things that you've called us to do, that you would strengthen us, that you would encourage us, that you would bring peace to us, that you would allow the spirit of God to come and to pour into us everything we need. Holy Spirit, we are dependent upon you. Would you lift your hands all over the room. God, right now, we ask you, Holy Spirit. I need you, Holy Spirit, as we were singing earlier. I need you. I need the presence of God. I need right standing with God. I need righteousness. I need the mind of Christ. I need the belt of truth. God, you see what it is that maybe we're not putting on or not seeing. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would empower us to be your ambassadors, your mouthpiece, that we could speak boldly the word of Christ. 
There's a couple of you in the room and you know that God has given you access to speak into, uh, into, into large CEOs, into, into large situations. And God right now, by the power of his spirit, he's emboldening you. He's giving you strength. He's even giving you the words to say. I would get out your pen, get out your notes app, and begin to write out what God is saying in his presence. He begins to give directives. He begins to give wisdom. Right now, some of you, God's dropping some names into your heart, some names you've forgotten or some names that maybe you, you, you just have kind of pushed away. God's dropping names into your heart. That is your sphere of influence. That's who he's given you the ability to be his mouthpiece for. Father, I pray that this would be a mighty army. God, we would rise up and we would take the ground that you've already given us. God, that we would walk in our authority, that we would walk in confidence, we would walk boldly, we would stand firm against every fiery scheme of the enemy. There's a few few of you in the room and you've had a hard time worshiping. You used to worship a lot, but it's just been really rough because of just stuff that happened. Maybe you had to transition from worship team. God is saying over you today, the release of his presence, the release of his spirit. I went through that. I had to transition out of a worship team and it was hard for me. But here's the thing. God's spirit is not limited to whether or not you're ministering or not. God actually wants to meet with you in person and he wants to pour his spirit into you so that you can be filled with his spirit. Father, I pray for those people who have felt distant from your presence. If that's you, would you just raise your hand? There's no shame in this place. God, I felt distant too. I'm asking you by the power of your spirit right now that you begin to just let your presence rest upon each person in this place. The comfort, the peace, even just the the pleasure of God that it would come. Father, for those who haven't been able to worship recently, I pray, oh God, God, that they would just be drawn into your presence because that place is where there is joy. And the enemy is trying to keep us from that place of joy. Father, I thank you even now that your joy comes. Joy comes in the morning, every morning. God, a song is filled with my spirit. Every, his mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, God. We declare, we proclaim your goodness. We proclaim your faithfulness. God, we declare over our life, over our children. I want you to just begin to call out the people in your sphere. God, right now, in the name of Jesus, I call out my neighbors. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for the people that you've put in my life. God, right now, we intercede for those people. We stand in the gap. We recognize the people that you've given us authority over. And right now, we pray for them. We ask you to give us boldness to begin to speak to them. Words of life. Father, I pray that you would make us holy as you are holy, that you would give us your authority because we're walking in authority. I pray for the peace of God that would go with us, the truth of God, the mind of Christ. Why? Because you have called us and anointed us. Holy Spirit, we need your presence. Where can we go? We don't want to go anywhere without your presence. Jesus, let us be back in right alignment with you, God, so that we can hear your voice. Lord, we could go and we could perform, but God, we don't want to perform. We want to be anointed by your Spirit. Let your anointing rest all over this place. Would you stand with me in this room? Just raise your hands to heaven and say, God, I need your anointing. You've appointed me as an ambassador, but right now, Father, I'm asking by the power of your Spirit, the anointing of the Holy Spirit would begin to rest upon each person. Right now, God, we receive from you a fresh impartation of the Holy Spirit, a fresh impartation of your of, of your plan and your purpose to our lives right now. God, I pray for anybody who has felt um, e- even just worn out. God, those who have felt distant from you right now, I pray for the power of your Spirit to come and to fill in such a way that we would be changed. Just one moment in your presence can change everything. Father, I pray right now you begin to just drop uh, uh, 
wisdom into people's lives. There's some of you, you've been asking specifically for wisdom from God, and God is giving you wisdom right now. He's giving you directives, and he's beginning to speak exactly what you're to do. You're to take the next step, and he's giving you peace to know that he's in it. God is in this. He's for you. He's not against you. Father, I thank you even in this place that there is healing. Father, I thank you that you release emotional healing from the past, from abuse. God, right now we just lay it all before you, God, because we want to be ready, pure vessels ready to be used by you for a purpose, for a calling. Let your presence rest upon us. Clear it all out, oh God. Let us be like gold refined in the fire, oh God. Let the fire of God fill us. Let the fire of God lead us. We we want to be people that follow your presence. But God, not just follow your presence, but actually experience the presence of God, the the personal presence of God. We thank you, Father, in this place, oh God. We thank all of you guys for joining us for service or listening on YouTube. Really hope that it was a blessing to you. So if there's something you want to do after, if you want to take a next step, there's three steps you can do. First is get involved. If you want to serve, if you want to volunteer, or you just want to get to know us a little bit better, then go to thecollide.com slash interested so we can connect with you. Second is if you want to give. If you want to support what God's doing at Collide City Church financially, then we need your support. Then go to thecollide.com slash give. And last but not least, if you want to give your life to Jesus today, then you can go to thecollide.com slash salvation. And we want to connect with you. We want to be part of your story. So it's all on the website. Thank you so much. Have a great week.